Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my gosh, it's Friday. Woo! That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> I guess I forgot. No, this is the last day, Donna, for the this week. This is great. I'm so excited. So let's make it good, huh, okay, buddy? Okay, let's do it. Um, ooh, uh, uh. Let's talk about a couple good All things right, here let's, first. Okay, uh, let's talk about good things first. Let's let's just mention quickly. Uh, it's a Friday show, which is if this is your first uh, Friday experience with Donna and Steve Boyer, you in for a treat. Hour three today at eleven thirty, we will have a slow jam. Yeah, where Donna and I have a segment that we something we talked about earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Slowed down to half speed. We sound like total idiots, even though in the moment we were convinced that it was good radio, and so. <laughs> It's more of a note session with our boss, Yeah, I think, exactly. More than anything. Uh, coming up in hour two, we will do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Chance for you to win a prize. We learn the topic of the day together. And, uh, yeah, jam- I mean, jam-packed. The, we, we have too much stuff in today, Donna. We do. We have so too much stuff something's going to have to be squeezed out. Yep, you're right. But it can't be this. Can't be this. No, Meatloaf passed away. This is really sad and at sudden. I got an alert like in the middle of the night. Wow. And I was getting up to go to the bathroom and I went, oh, no. Yeah, that's really sad. And, ve- and very sudden. We hadn't heard about him being sick. TMZ reporting that this uh, seems to be complications from COVID-19. Yeah. Um, that's according to TMZ. You according know, that's to not TMZ. an official word. It's, you know, a source Yes, uh, he was. The, yeah, he was. I guess supposed to attend a business dinner earlier this week for a show that he's working on. I'd do anything for love, oh. but the dinner was canceled because he became seriously ill with COVID, according to TMZ. Sources tell us that condition. Tell them that the condition quickly hmm. became critical. Oh. Um, oh, so just what a talent! Like that quick. That quick. Yeah. 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 But oh it, man, what a hit maker though! Holy cow! I had no idea because I. I learned of him in the early 90s when he had sort of a really? renaissance. Rocky Horror Picture. Oh, no, it would have been after that. Yeah, I mean, I sixth grade is when um, oh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light and Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. Fifth or sixth grade for me. I'd Do Anything for Love, I think, was the song that I dedicated to my fourth grade girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that um, would make sense. And then there was Objects in the Rearview Mirror. Yeah, I did not like that one. See, so that, that was for me... A, I mentioned that because I had no idea. In 1977, uh, his Bad Out of Hell album. Guys, think about this number, and I know it's different now, but think about the money from this. That sold 65 million copies. And back then, wow, that that's like mind-blowing. 
Um, we have a montage of some of Meat Lo- Meatloaf's biggest hits. Yep. Let's, yeah, let's, let's go down memory lane. Such a great performer. He was a theater guy way before yes. he did music. That's what I, a Broadway performer, uh-huh. powerhouse voice, you know. I never thought of him like as a rocker. I always just thought of him as a performer. Yeah. Because a- he was always so theatrical. His videos were like over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that kind of background would do it. Can I throw an odd fact about him? Sure. Uh, from 1981 until 1992, Meatloaf was a vegetarian. That's right. And he tried to become a (laughs) vegan, actually, in 2019. And he once said, quoted, saying, there have been vegetarians who wouldn't speak to me because of my name. In fact, he was a big (laughs) fan of singer K.D. Lang and wanted to meet her. But he says that she refused because of his name. Oh, my gosh. And he says he stopped being a fan after that. Well, (laughs) that's that's sad. Um, he the reason his name was Meatloaf. I don't know this. What is it? Okay, so I was listening to a clip of him this morning. He said because he grew up in Texas and everybody has nicknames like Bubba, yeah. Red. Yeah, right. He had a cousin named Pudge, and he has no idea why he was called Pudge or Pudgy because he was like six two and one hundred and twelve pounds. Oh my gosh! He was Pudge. called Meat. And he said, I had Bubba and BJ and Red and all these nicknames from when you're in Texas. That's Mm -hmm. what they do. And (laughs) it just never came up. And then in the 70s, when he was doing theater in New York, never came up. And it took him a while to figure out, like, oh, hey, um, it's because everybody, he said, everybody uh, grew up in the 60s and they didn't come down off their acid trip yet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone just accepted it. They're like, of course, your name's Meatloaf. It's fine. I know. I mean, meat was enough, but the loaf? To throw the loaf on. <laughs> I love meatloaf, I'll A just good, say. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, my my mom, you know, God love her. The meatloaf that I grew up eating was not the... I had meatloaf <gasps> later in life and thought, oh. That's how it's supposed to be? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, she's not listening. She very well might be, but she does a great job with a bunch of things, and there are other meals of hers that I really love. Great. Uh, Meatloaf. Nice save. Not not as great. What's different about her meatloaf? (laughs) It was just, it was rather um, plain. A touch dry, but rather plain. I remember we got a meatloaf delivered from one of her dear friends, Donna, who, speaking of nicknames, everybody calls Graham. So Graham, Graham Tantlinger, (laughs) she brought us a meatloaf, and I remember thinking, this could taste like, what is it? Is this still a meatloaf? Is this the same thing? Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. Your first album should be Graham Tantlinger's Meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I wish we had more time, Dawn, because I heard you talking about Afterlife this morning. Yeah. Did you just start it? It's so easy. To, it's they're, they're less than 30 minute episodes and there are six. I was trying to get. Oh, that's true. So they I are watched very three short. on Wednesday and three last night. So you got through season one? One. Two, yeah, I've current like one, two. And this is the third final season. He, so you started the third season? Yeah. And I watched it. Wow. Thir- well, they're only 30 minute episodes and there are six episodes. So we watched three on Wednesday Donna's and three last night. Okay. Of this season. Yes, the whole season is six episodes. And that and you finished it. And I they're like 26 know, minutes. I didn't even know you started one and two. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of this show. Okay. I was trying to get Steve to watch it. Oh. It's, it's so you, good. It is so good. And it's just our style. It's an irreverent dark comedy. And when we say dark, it is dark. Super dark. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you heard what I probably said. If I you did. It, you can it, listen to hour three of the podcast. We'll be up later. It Jason Alexis. Check it out. If you have not watched Ricky Gervais in Afterlife, it's it's like you've never seen him before. True. He's just he's it's so sweet and charming and um, filthy and filthy. filthy like you dirty. have to accept the C word. Oh, for sure. Because It's pretty much oh. uttered in every sentence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was pretty big in the in the old Britannia. Oh, yeah. yeah. They don't care. Irish. Hey, use it a lot. Donna. <laughs> they do. I think it's. Funny. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm like, so, whatever. I've heard just, worse yeah, words. Yeah, it doesn't. It's fine. What it, is it on again, Dawn? It's on Netflix. It's number one on Netflix right now. It's excellent. Show. Hey, speaking of Netflix. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we have things that make you go, huh? Hazard a guess at this. Ponder during the break. How much okay. did Netflix spend on marketing its DVD service in the year 2014? Mm. And how many people used it? Okay. This is an obscure thing, something to ponder. We'll get into it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. How's that Korean coming along, Steve Patterson? Work in progress. It's a work in progress. All right, just checking. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Donna and Steve. Steve wanted to be able to to sing. You want to sing along to BTS? I get it. Like if this verse came on and you were sitting beside me in the car, mind blowing. I would be annoyed. (laughs) No, if I just hit it. No, if I was harmonizing. Oh, if you were harmonizing in in Korean. Oh, okay. Yeah. In Korean, you'd look at me and say, "We're going to ride in a car together." Remember? That's true. Oh, I that's hate right. riding. Yeah, you, don't like to, you don't like to ride with people. No, I prefer to not ride with people, and I absolutely prefer to not be driven by people. <laughs> oh, right. I'm the complete opposite. If I could get out of driving everywhere, I would. Yeah, you're Miss Daisy. You're like, just put me in the back and take me where I, I need to go. I hate driving because I get so frustrated with other drivers. They're crazy. Have you ever ridden in a car with Alexis? No. What's that like? Oh, please tell us. We almost died a couple times. Yeah. Is she yeah. a bad driver? She isn't a bad driver. She's super fast. And she will, she will make uh, split second decisions. Let's just put it that way. Like, oh, oh. I really do want to exit here. Okay. And she's cross over driver. these lanes. <laughs> and cross over these oh, lanes. No. And cut all and these vehicles off. She's like, oops, sorry. Does sorry. She, and I'm okay, like, oh, you think oh she my knows? God. 
The scariest bad drivers are the ones who don't know. Yeah, right. Oh, she she knows what she okay. did. She goes, I'm so sorry. You're probably she seeing did. your life flash before your eyes. So she's a bad driver. But she's giggling while she says she that. She is, you know. and it's fine because I got a free ride. And I'm alive, you guys. Okay. All right. Look at, look at how Dawn's trying to weasel out of the question. Oh, yeah. she would laugh if she heard it. <laughs> she's a trash driver. <laughs> she sucks. She's the worst. She's the worst. Oh, yeah. oh, God, I can't wait to post this later. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we got our separate posts. Check oh, our Twitter God. later. All right, we'll leave you alone. In 2014, I'm just going to tell you. Okay. Netflix spent zero dollars and zero cents on marketing its DVD rental business. Yet over six million people used it that year. Because they were just into the old ways. Did they forget? Can you say that one more time? In 2014, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Netflix spent zero dollars on marketing its DVD rental business. But still, that year, over six million people used it. That is a nice spot as a business. That's where you want to be. Wow. In the black. That's amazing. You know, but I bet a bunch of those are forgotten subscriptions. You know, you almost forget that you're doing DVDs. It was just there. There's an add-on, yeah. You know, and then you just kind of forget about it. It was basically a library. Yeah. I remember watching Lost that way. Yeah. And sending out a DVD and just hoping that it was a quick turnaround for us so that we, that was how you had to binge. You know, in the in the era right before streaming, you were binging by Netflix. It seemed breakthrough. You're like, this is incredible how many times we're able to do this. And just they'll and send the multiple discs at a time. The oh. freedom was was something. They captured the freedom that people wanted to watch things on their own time. That's right. So that you yeah. didn't have to like, return it. If it took it. you six months to watch it, you return it when you're done. Yeah. It was great. And then they continued that. And we have the freedom of streaming. Yeah. Meanwhile, Donna, you great think business you're... Model. You're the prison situation with Redbox. They're still saying you better be back here tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna charge another buck. That's true. I don't want to go to a grocery store two days in a row for anything. And go to McDonald's. Oh, you know all the Redbox spots, don't you, there, lady? I bet you Redbox. I haven't in a while, but when I do, it's only when I'm at the cabin. Yes, it's on my way. Right, because you can't get any. Yeah, it's a signal up there. You you can't. I I don't have Wi-Fi either, so I can't stream. I should probably get that up there, huh? You know, I don't know. Just for safety. Oh. Well, I could use my phone. I have no problems with my little phone. Because you get five G there, or you know. Yeah. By the way, people are getting really. Into the five G conversation. I don't even know what that means. Five <laughs> G is getting like rolled out. I get I'm here. I'll I'll now share a broken headline of a story that I didn't fully read. Okay. This should be helpful okay, for great. the audience. Um, airports <laughs> were um, pushing back, saying that there couldn't be the. F- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 5G rollout that I think was supposed to happen earlier this week or last week because they were concerned that this 5G was going to interfere with their air traffic control systems. And so just when you think 5G means a faster speed, it's kind of like phones get to operate at a higher speed and things move quicker, that it's not great. And then there are other people who have other concerns about 5G mm. and, and what's happening in like the world of waves that we don't see. Is it doing anything to us? Is it, are there any negative repercussions? Mm. Mm. Catnip is more effective at repelling mosquitoes than DEET. What? Yeah. Seriously? That's a good piece of information that we should have known a long time ago. You got it, bro. Well, listen, that's why people listen. They say, is anything changed in the world of repellents? I should turn on Donna and Steve. Now you know. You bring some catnip outside. Put it on the table. Don't light the citronella candle. Put catnip on your table. You're out all night. No mosquitoes. You're welcome. Thanks, if you Steve. could put it in one of those like bird feeders that swing around, you know, those box bird feeders that you put bird seed in, just put a bunch of catnip in there uh, to, yep. to mm-hmm. have it oh, yeah. uh, hanging above your little table or yeah, something. Yeah, or yeah. from a tree. Because you don't want to sprinkle that all over. Right? Yeah. All the neighborhood cats would be like, Rah. and squirrels. <laughs> I'd imagine it would affect any other animal, right? <laughs> yeah, now Let's you test have it out. zero mosquitoes, eight cats. In your yard. <laughs> Rolling around. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. You know, this is interesting about China. Oddly, mm-hmm. one of Donna's conspiracies, she doesn't think it actually exists, but okay. I'll move forward. <laughs> oh, God. China should be split into five time zones. But since 1949, the entire country has been on the same time zone for what they call national unity. And it creates some crazy time changes at its borders as well. The largest is at its border with Afghanistan. When you cross over, there is immediately a three and a half hour time difference. Oh, that's and uh, think of the daylight oh, wow. situation. Like people on the western side of China versus the eastern side of China, they all experience seven p.m. very differently. Interesting. You know? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool going through South Dakota. And the time changes from yeah. the Black Hills to the Hey, is there a hill in South Dakota where rocks roll up it? Whoa. Not what? that I'm aware of. Aliens. I need to fact check my kids. They told me something about South Dakota. <laughs> That's That funny. a friend of theirs told them. Oh, no. I should probably fact check them. They're yeah, eight. Fact. They're eight. eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we'll be right back. Don't go away. We're going to talk a little SNL. Sort of. And we're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson with producer Don McLean. Woo! I was reading this story about Pete Davidson this morning. 
how um, he is allegedly being called a diva by his cast members. Oh, of no. SNL. Because they, the rumor is that he has bailed on rehearsals mm. to spend time with Kim K. Oh, snap. But a spokesperson from NBC issued an outright denial saying no rehearsals have been missed. It is not true. But is the diva complaint true? Mm-hmm. Good question. But, you know, I don't know. Do you, the longer you spend somewhere, do you earn some sort of tenure? Sure. You know, do, do you earn mm. some extra uh, credit based on the longer you've been there, the more value that the, the producers think you bring to the table versus the newbies? I don't know. I'm just, let's I've have a conversation. I've never played that game. You know what? I feel like what's going on, the underlying issue here is that he's been given a lot of grace by... Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, What's his face? The guy. The guy. The Lauren. guy. Lauren, Lauren, Michaels Lauren Michaels really likes him. And um, he's gotten away with doing very little on the show and taking time off, which has to do with his mental health. So yeah. it's necessary. And, and But I bet there are other people that could be going through things that also needed time off. And so sometimes mm-hmm. people get a little... Mm-hmm. You know, your coworker's like, well, why does he get to do that? And I can't do this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he had uh, drug problems. Yes. And all so that. a lot of grace been given by Lauren Michaels. And maybe now they see it as like, wow, now you're going to act privileged. And you had all of these opportunities mm. to, you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm, sure. Yeah. You know, the closer you get to a Kardashian, though, don't you naturally start to feel like, you know, a little entitled. Like, you're rolling with one of the most powerful women on planet Earth. Well, and that publicity can't be bad for SNL that Pete's been getting. You're right about that. And I would imagine that Brass there has an understanding of that also. Yeah. It's not It's not all equal. It's not all equal in that workplace. And I don't know that right. it ever would be. Will Forte, by the way, is hosting this weekend. Oh, I really like Will Forte. McGruber, as it were. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, hey, listen, you be you and let it out, my sister in in Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Gosh. I can't think of anything. Listen, Speaking I'm just trying to develop a union your here. your sister, are we talking to her today? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Rocco. I don't know if we can, I don't know where he's going to be. I'm here Is the he whole gonna... show, guys. You're oh, here you the are? whole time. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm almost positive, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, So, no, I think we're going to have to push that. Until maybe on Monday, we'll have Rocco come in at 9.45. Because my sister recorded a message, and a specific message, a note for Rocco, a question for Don, and a suggestion for Donna. And so we'll all get together. We'll wait until we're all together, and we can uh, be on the air at the same time with each other. I'm trying, yeah. He could be coming through. I'm doing a little experiment with clean feed over here to see. Oh, okay. This is a show meeting on the air. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yeah. People, (laughs) they like to see it. Yeah. That's what we tell ourselves. Uh, Um, Okay, I have another Pete Davidson story. Okay. Pete Davidson and Colin Jost just bought an old Staten Island ferry boat. Together? Together. What do you mean? Oh. So imagine like a Staten Island ferry boat. Which, Big. by the way, is the best way to see New York City. And oh, it's wonderful. free. Thank and you, it's free. Donna Valentine. You're welcome. Those two, Colin Jost and Pete Davidson, in partnership with Manhattan real estate broker and comedy club owner Paul Italia, 
spent $280,000 to purchase a boat that most people ride for free, as Donna mentioned. Um, Italia said that they have grand plans for this vessel. The idea is to turn it into a live entertainment event space with comedy, music, art, etc. Oh, that sounds awesome. They say we're in the early stages, but everybody involved has the same ambition not to see this thing go to the scrapyard. And it is a big, giant ferry boat. Why? Ooh. It was decommissioned because they said mechanically it just wasn't holding up anymore. Okay. And so they got up uh, and said, hey, why don't we do this? Well, that's and a little scary. Also, by the way, that speaks to Pete Davidson. You want some leeway? Well, what if your best buddies in purchasing real estate or ferries with the head writer of SNL, who's Colin Jost? You know, Pete Davidson, he's in. He's in. Good point. Um, very good price. I am telling you. What are we 280000 for the whole ferry? But think it probably needs a lot of mechanical work, so that's going to cost them. Yeah, I mean they're gonna flip it, you know. I mean they're gonna they're gonna gut it and flip it so that it can be those things. But the outside of it will always be looking like a fairy. That's cool. It's cool. I, I like it. I like it. Okay. We're friends. Why can't be friends anymore? You guys are unbelievable. Oh my! It's a great idea. Just killer idea. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, me yeah. too. I Damn. bet you there are a bunch of people who live in New York and pay a ton of money to live in New York, and they're like. I could have spent two hundred eighty thousand dollars, and I would have had a ferry boat. Meanwhile, I'm living in a laundry room for my apartment. Yes. Damn. I'll I'll link it up so you can see. You can have the visual of like, here's what they purchased. Okay. And then, oh, cute couple alert! Speaking of SNL, Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick have been quietly dating. Isn't that adorable? Yeah, wow. it pretty much is. I really like that. I hope he's Stefan at home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. They were in a Christmas movie together. Yes, they were. Uh, called Noel, I believe. Oh, really? And yeah. not she like... hosted SNL. I think that's where the, mm-hmm. you know, was that at the same time as he was on maybe yeah. during her? I am not sure. But was he in that movie, Nebraska? Was that him? Nebraska. Oh, did you guys see that movie? I didn't, but it got great. Yeah, reviews. it was like Oscar. Yeah, Oscar nominated. nominated. Oh yep. shoot, I'm not sure. I don't. I've never even heard of that what? movie. No, that's never. because it's an indie kind of. Um, Bruce oh. Dern plays his dad. Dern up. Yes, but is that Bill Hader? No, that's not Bill Hader. I got the wrong guy. It's fine. We do this. What's the other guy's name? I don't know. We'll have to look at IMDb. Okay. I'm on it. Anyway, good movie if you want to see it. Very slow, Steve. You shouldn't see it ever. Yeah, no, the oh. title lost me. I'm like, it feels like... It is Will Forte. Archie. Okay. it's. Did I say Will Forte? No, well, I said Bill Hader. Bill Hader. But we mentioned Will Forte at the beginning of this, that he's hosting SNL, so this is what your mind map yes. was. So it's it's Will Forte, not Bill Hader. Okay. okay. Yeah. Doing fine. It's a good movie. All right. I'm By go. the way... Um, yes, yeah, Steve. Just to get sympathy from people. Every parent knows this. I'm sitting downstairs last night. It's like 10.30, something like that. And um, just relaxing. Looking up wallpapers, wallpaper trends on YouTube. Wow. You know. Checked out a Disney vlog about some new development at Hollywood Studios. It was a a fun night. And then I hear, Dad. I'm like, huh? Dad? Yeah, bud? No answer. 
Yeah, bud. I threw up. Oh, oh buddy. So I go upstairs and see that the six-year-old has really unleashed, <laughs> really exercised the demons, and no. it was in a lot of places. And then I got to oh, get her no. in a shower, oh, and I'm and I'm like, oh crap! And Lou, uh, it was you know ten thirty. Lou had fallen asleep. She's upstairs, and I'm like, oh okay. Can I do this without waking her? And then I really didn't critically think well in terms of how I had to get sheets up and comforters up and into the washer. I did a really poor job of that. Um, her poor Batman stuffy was just looked like he had been involved in a crime. <laughs> she has a Batman stuffy? <laughs> she has a Batman stuffy, oh yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, it was a whole thing. And so she is actually uh, right on the other side of this wall and uh, is sort of quarantined to the room for the day with, you know, you you hear about COVID and all this stuff, all these very serious things, and you got the standard flu. Parents never fully forget about the stomach bug. And when it comes to your house, how you essentially just look around and think, oh gosh, is it going to get us next? Is it going to get us next? So that's Guys, where we are. I have breaking news. Oh, it's not good. Oh, no, I think I know what you're going to say. Louis Anderson passed away. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just this morning, Polly Shore put out a tweet. I saw that yesterday saying, you know, the family let me come in and say my goodbyes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. TMZ. has it right now just a few minutes ago uh at the age of 68 this after a battle with blood cancer and we had uh we had just found out this week that he was even battling this yeah, it was just like a couple of days ago it's oh just a couple God. of days ago it's it's an aggressive uh cancer it is it's like the cancer that mark hoppus um had and uh, just really, really sad that he lost his battle this morning. This, according to his publicist. Yeah. Um, oh, just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If we, I mean, I don't know that we would hear anything else, but um, yeah, condolences to his family. Oh, gosh. You know, I'm going to, I, I, I want to see if I can, um, I'm going to find us some audio when we come back sure. of the last time that we had. Louie Anderson on the TV show on Twin Cities Live um, was out at the Minnesota State Fair and had a huge crowd there to oh, see that him. Was great. And he was just, he was so stinking funny um, that I think, you know, we should, let's, I'm going to pull that up so that we can play some of that. Again, if you're just tuning yeah. in, just really sad news oh. here for, uh, for us in Minnesota because he was a Minnesota icon and, of course, beloved all throughout the country, uh, comedian Louis Anderson, dead at the age of 68 after a blood cancer battle. So we'll gather some more information okay. on this and get some audio um, for you, and we'll dig into that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, in case you have not heard the news, a uh, comedian, actor, um, Minnesotan Louis Anderson passed away. Uh, this morning at the age of 68 in Las Vegas. Yeah, this was uh, just a few days after we all found out that he was battling a uh, form of blood cancer and a, a really aggressive sort of blood cancer. Um, and it's just just so sad. He was just so 
darn lovely. And he, of course, had this wonderful resurgence here over the last few years, um, starring in Baskets, winning an Emmy for his role in Baskets. Uh, so he just had this another tidal wave of winning everybody mm-hmm. over that just happened. And it's so lovely that he was able to have that and win that Emmy and accept the award and all of that. Um, so we thought maybe a, a nice thing to do as this news is just broken about Louis Anderson's passing is take you back. This is when Louis was on with us at the State Fair. I believe the year was 2019. And uh, and he, Marjorie Johnson, the Blue Ribbon Baker, oh, yeah. petite little thing, had just been on. <laughs> and then we bring out Louis Anderson with a jam-packed crowd. Here he is talking with us. Uh, and I think it was his first time ever joining us at the Minnesota State Fair. Hi, you guys. <laughs> it is so great to have you at the Thank Minnesota you. State Fair. This is where you belong. Oh. These are your people. This is St. Paul. Know, do you know that I just found out that the Minnesota State Fair is on a top ten of places it's number it's one of the places i think it's number two i'll take that uh in the world of things that you should go and do in the world it's so true in the world now when you were a kid did you get to come here when you were a kid we got to come here my dad would give us a quarter And that's, uh, <laughs> you know, really, we didn't have any money. We well, had so. 11. Just go to the milk stand and drink up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would say. Well, you know, we did get to go sometimes. And then when you're a teenager, you do all kinds of work, you know, and odd jobs just to get any money. And then you save it up for the fair. Yeah, I mean, you totally do. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, right now, foot-long hot dogs, there's tiny Tim donuts. <laughs> I saw Prano Pup on the way over, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't want to die here. <laughs> just want to be here. What is it? Okay, is there anything, though, that you want to do here at the State Fair that you haven't gotten to do? The only thing I would love to do, and I've always wanted to do it, I've had a tremendous amount of success, but I've never played the grandstand here oh, that's as a comedian, oh. right? Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm, fr- I'm family-friendly. I do a clean show. Right. So, you know, I've always said, I-, I can't get a job at the fair. So I figure somebody doesn't like me. That's, that's you know what I think we should do. It just uh, happens. You know that. We should start this today, Louis. Anybody who is here, anybody who is watching at home, you should go <laughs> mention uh, the Minnesota State Fair on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tell them that you want to see Louis Anderson play the grandstand oh. next year. I think that would be great. You know, you guys know this. I'll never get hired now. <laughs> you know, it was the kiss, the twenty-five huh? kiss of death. I look like Marjorie right now with my hair. <laughs> Did we just jinx I it? I love her. She isn't. She's she right just... here in my pocket. <laughs> the little blue ribbon. So I want to get a Bjorn thing and carry her. <laughs> So you have to do some people watching when you're out here at the fair. This is the yeah, best people watching that you can do, right? You know, the great thing is uh, we we had to take a cart through the throngs. Yeah. Yes. Is that what it's not you a thong. Not a thong. thong. No. <laughs> All right. That's what my underwear turned into when I walk. I <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh boy. I mean, it's sad but true. Yeah, it's yeah we've all been there, Louis. But you're right, the people watching, and but they were partying. But I said, follow the strollers. People are partying for the strollers. <laughs> that's, the only, you know? that's the only thing that they will separate They'll, for. I well, what about when they want to stop you, Louie, and they just want to take a picture with you and I shake ne- your hand? I never turn it down. Oh, you'll never get never, out of here. Never, never. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story. When I first got into comedy, 
I was at the comedy store with a very famous comedian. A kid came up and wanted an autograph. He said no. He wanted a picture. He said no. I never forgot that. Oh, yeah. wow. And I said, you know what? I, I just, it re the kid was so hurt. That's what the sad thing was. But, you know, so what? You're irritated. So what? You're tired. You're so damn lucky, Louie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I just think of my mom. She goes, who do you think you are? Mm. Mm. <laughs> You're 10th of, <laughs> of 11, Louie. 10th of 11, of nearly a dozen. I just slid out. I didn't. <laughs> I was home from the hospital before she was, for God's sake. <laughs> All right, Louie, I want to ask you uh, about other things that are going on in your life. We just pulled up some photos on Instagram to try to figure oh, out what's good. Louie Anderson doing. We'll pull up some photos, and you tell us uh, about these memories. Tell us about that um, one with Johnny Carson. Well, I think that was my fourth or fifth appearance, and I was so happy that I had a red vest. You know, <laughs> Minnesotans love a red vest. Love it. And Johnny was so nice to me, very nice to me, a lovely person. You posted this on Instagram, too. Yeah, this is a great picture. Uh, that's my dad, uh, <laughs> my mom, my brother, and me. And we're trying to bring Life with Louie back right now. Really? To bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. This is, my, uh, this is my character, Christine, and our line of sugar pies. Oh, this is From good. Baskets, They're just yep. full of sugar. How much do you guys love Louie on baskets, right? Oh, that's so, so sweet, so sweet. I mean, it got him in so Emmy, and everybody loves him. It's been an honor. This is a very great artist who passed away recently, but she made that cup for me and sent it to me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah Kelly, she was so sweet. We love having you back in Minnesota, and I know you're performing. Is it different here. when you perform in Minnesota versus other places? Because the oh. connection is there. Because, you know, the best audiences are in Minnesota. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true, though. It's true. Well, what, I what really want to tell you why started. that's true. Yeah, why? Because I learned how to do stand-up here, and then I performed everywhere in the country. Everywhere. And this is a smarter... You know, we have more theater seats than anywhere but New York City. That's true. In Minnesota. We have... We, there's still a library here. Yeah. A couple of them. So... <laughs> I think I saw two Barnes and Noble, and there's, a, and there's only four left in the world. So. Uh, but the, the crowd's smarter, and they expect more. You can't just do a, any joke. Right. And, you know, I've, I learned so much. I learned so much here. I love coming back. I'm going to see my brother and sister and all my family here this weekend, and uh, that's the best part of it. Well, Louis, we are so honored that you made a stop to see us here. At the oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So you know, we, much always, we always get asked about Louis. I was just asked beforehand, is he as nice as he seems behind the scenes? And he's just even nicer. nicer. Just oh, you're so sweet. sweet. You, guys, you, you guys are killing it and doing well, a great job. We you, love Louis. you, Louis. Right. We love yeah. it. So there you go. That was from oh, so our interview funny. with uh, with Louie Anderson at the 2019 Minnesota State Fair. If you're just tuning in and wondering why you're hearing uh, an old clip from Louie Anderson, it was with the sad news that Louie Anderson, uh, Minnesota's own, passed away this morning uh, after a battle with an aggressive form of blood cancer. He was 68 years old and as the morning goes on i know that there will uh there will be tributes that pour in there will be celebrity reaction and mm -hmm. louis now becomes um goodness gracious just another uh powerhouse and beloved 
comedian mm-hmm. who we've lost in the last few weeks with Betty White, Bob Saget, and Louie Anderson, three people who made a living on making other people smile. Yeah. And, and he did that so well. And it wasn't it lovely to hear there um, his love, his deep-rooted love for Minnesotans and all of us here. Absolutely. He did not begrudgingly come back. He was overjoyed. And anytime we had him on our show, he was just so lovely. And it was great to watch audiences just eat him up. And the back and forth, the energy they got from each other was a privilege to be able to sit alongside of. So, sad news. Louie Anderson, um, sadly, dead at the age of 68. We love you, Louie. Thank you for so many wonderful laughs here. When we, that uh, on our, I'll give that to you for show links, Donna, so people can watch that interview. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, Thank I'll you. put that up. I'll put that up right okay, now. Okay, that sounds you, great. You do it. All right, uh, you do it, Steve. Yeah. Well, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. It. When we okay. come back, we got a little music news. Uh, big news for Adele. We'll tell you about it next.